to entertainment and many others. More podcasts like this one can be found at brokenjars.xyz. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where as always, we're talking about the failings of our late great human race, and for the first time since the last time, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm awesome, Jacob, how are you, man? Man, I'm just waiting for this, like, I'm just waiting for the sweet meter of death after this whole election thing, man. Why are we going to get a meteor of death? Cause like, it, what, 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 why would you expect that to happen? It would be nicer than what's going to happen. No matter who wins, it's going to be nicer <laughs> than that bullshit. Did you watch the last debate? No, luckily I was recording a podcast. But I, 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 I watched all the clips. I read all the analysis. I'm just like, oh my god. Like, Really? Th- here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If... Nixon, Nixon, like the only president who's ever really been impeached, right? Like the most reviled president of all time did nothing compared to what Hillary and Trump has done. Nothing. Nothing. Like he, if he was running today, he would still be in, he would be like, and, and just (laughs) still be in office. Like that's the difference 50 years makes. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I'm not sure what it means. Is there more exposure? Because that's not the only thing Nixon did. Well, like yeah, he, but that was like the worst of the worst, and he's still quote, no. Unquote, that's the word. That's what he got caught with, right? right? But if there was like the media that we have nowadays, and not the secrecy that we have nowadays, you know, if there wasn't that gentleman's agreement between the uh, press corps and the president, like, how much more would we know? Oh no, I mean, if he, if he was the president now, especially like with the power. With the power and the agreements, he would no. We would never even heard of Watergate, and everyone, <laughs> most people don't even know that. Like that's where Gate comes from. So everything is like email Gate. It's all from yeah. Watergate, from Nixon. The Flake Gate. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like we, as a nation, need to give him an apology because <laughs> he got kicked out of office for no good reason compared well, to Clinton. Compared, compared to Bush, compared to Obama, like all the things that have come out, all those places, nothing. There's so much worse than Watergate ever was. That's true. But anyway, man, how are you doing? I'm on vacation, so I'm great. <sighs> nice. Yep. I haven't had a vacation in quite a while. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, is... uh. Where I work, our vacation isn't from January to December like most places are. Since I work for a logistics shipping company, our big month is December. So our vacation is from June to May. Mm. And we have a big vacation in January. We're going to Disney, like we've talked about already. So I've got to like save up days for half a year for that big vacation. Where most people right. save it up for like January and December or whatever. So... But yeah, uh, awesome. But it's getting cold here, and I'm super excited. 
It was 39 this morning when I woke up, put on my hoodie, That's put on my beanie. Like, it was so nice. Like, I was driving to work, like, flip, flip the hood over, just, like, gangster rolling in, as a white boy does. Just, like. <laughs> you remind me of that weird owl song. I'm too white and nerdy. Too white, but, yeah. But, yeah, it was just nice. But the, ah, so. Everyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while knows I've been looking for a new car. Because mm-hmm. I, I have a Saturn View, and it's approaching 100,000 miles, and everyone who knows anything about cars knows that GMs fail at 100,000 miles. So I've been looking... Cheap, most cheap cars fail at 100,000. Like so I've been looking to... for a way to dump it for the right car. So I, I, I found this Nissan Rogue. <clears throat> All-wheel drive, nice. You know, those are those are good SUVs. They're not, like, spectacular. Nissan makes a good, yeah. But I'm like, why is this so cheap? And so I dig in, and I actually, because they won't send me the Carfax, but I get the, you know, I buy the Carfax, spend my own money on the Carfax, and pull it up and look at it. It's had two wrecks. So I'm like, ah. Oh. But what I feel bad for this person is, so the lien was issued at 200 miles, and the first wreck was at 1,200 miles. Oh. So I feel really bad for that person because they drove that car for 1,000 miles and got in a front-end collision. But I found this uh, 07 Impreza. I mean, nice. it's just a straight Impreza, you know, okay. not, not a WRX, 44,000 miles. Everything checks out clean. It looks like it was some old woman's Sunday driver car. That's what it looks like. And it's the wagon, eighty five hundred bucks. Wow! And I'm like, I'm gonna. I, I told my wife, like, we need to buy this car. She's like, You're right, we need to buy this car. You know what happens? My Saturn sp- starts spewing coolant, so it's at the shop oh, right now. Shit. Yeah, and I'm hoping to God it's not too expensive, and I can get that car still, because I mean it's in great shape. I've seen all the pictures, and for the viewers. For listeners who don't know, I had a 07 WRX. Like, I know that Impreza better than just about anybody. I know all the issues that could happen. But without the turbo, that thing can last for like 200,000 miles. I mean, that thing is a gym for 8500 bucks. So, like, yeah, I'm looking with the trade-in and down, like, down payment. I'm looking like 3000 oh, like, oh, 3000 on this car at most. So, we're talking That's like 100 bucks a month. Yeah. But... I'm just hoping it's still there by the time it comes out of the garage. And yeah. I'm hoping to God it's not like $4,000 to fix my car. Right. Ugh. But we've already made a decision. If it's over $1,000, we're just scrapping it. The car? Yeah, the, the, the Saturn, yeah. It won't be worth fixing to you, huh? Mm. Well, it's trading value losses. is only like 3000 three to 4000 There's no reason to put 2000 into it to maybe get 2000 out on a trade-in right. that you're still having to pay right. because... I mean, right. I could pay two G's on a car, but I, why? Right. Why when I, I can it. just like scrap it and get a grand and go buy something else? You know, we're sense. really at the point where it's not worth it to spend the extra money to keep it alive. Because mm. mainly because it's just one of those things where another ten thousand miles, we're gonna have another issue. Right. You know, yep. so. Saturns, especially Saturns, man, they didn't make good cars back then. Well, GM in general. Well, when GM took them over, they made bad cars. The original Saturns, like the early Actually, '90s Saturns, were like they, they were fucking tanks, man. They, you could run those things forever. Mm-hmm. That is true. 
ugly as ugly as all sin, but fantastic motors. <laughs> I mean, though, you would like you would rather strip the entire like body off that car and redo it than replace right. the motor. Right. Well, something I did check. I was finding out is the 07, like a 20,000 mile 07 uh, WRX engine, like 1500 bucks. What? Yeah. Something like You know, those are straight swaps too, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Subarus are mo- modularly designed, so any Subaru motor will go in any other Subaru. Mm-hmm. So you can take a that bad boy STI WRX motor from the new the new STI, if it has the same frame as the uh, the Outback or whatever. You can put it in that truck little SUV thing they have and have like a 350 horsepower truck. The only thing I don't like about the Impreza I want to buy is it, it's an automatic. That's the only thing I don't like about oh. it. But for the price, you can't, you can't pass it over. But most people are like, why would you want to drive a stick? Well, it's like, one, I like to drive a car. Because cars are meant to be driven with sticks, and two, I live in a place where it snows six months a year, and having a stick is really important in the snow. Is it? Is it make it easier to? Oh yeah. Navigate mm-hmm. snow. Oh yeah. Being like, able to downshift you, and slow down and stuff. Downshift and slow down, or just like you, you can really just work it. You know, mm-hmm. like because my my wife still has a, a stick shift Honda Fit. I mean, it's a little four door one point. Four liter, I think. Yeah, three but liter, whatever it is. Yep. That thing, like, if you know how to work that clutch, you can get through anything. It's just light and kind of. Yeah, and it'll kind of put chains on or spikes on your tires. We no, we just aren't you damages up there? Uh, no. Hmm. I mean, you can get snow tires, but then you have to have two sets of tires. You know, and yeah, but miserable. the thing is, is at least in our old neighborhood. They were really good about clearing the streets. Right. So, like, I don't like paying city income tax. Like, part of that just feels wrong to me as a Texan. That effect. I'm not even paying. I'm paying state income tax and city income tax. But the city, and then federal. In federal. But the city I used to live in, they ran a plow by our house at 6.45 a.m. every day. The dot, boys. Yeah. No, literally. I would. We would sit there and wait for it. And then we would leave. Like, we would plow everything and wait for them, and then we would go to work. Like, they were that on the clock. And, you know, for 1% of my income to keep those streets that clear to get to work, not a problem. Right. Like, I didn't mind that. But they were very punctual. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's that's where I've been. I'm glad it's getting cold because I'm not sweating bullets down here because normally – like it's like oh. 80 degrees here and I'm just sweating bullets but right yeah. now it's actually really nice. You glisten a little. Pretty soon I'm going to be like hood up and like right with a big over. cloak. <laughs> and for those of you who are listening if you like this podcast you should check us out at Broken Jars at XYZ where we have the Great Scott podcast, High Fantasy, um Dangerous to Go Alone and the Dresden Files podcast where my older brother was the guest last week and you should check oh, it wow. out cuz he did a great fun. job. Yeah, that one was fun. He did a great job. I texted him. was like, because, look, it's hard to find a good face for a, a Christian, a honest-to-God mm-hmm. Christian. And I just thought he did so well. Like, I just texted he did him. did awesome. Like, I was like, thanks for good, putting a great face on, face on Christians. 
But he yeah, did great. And like they're supposed to have him back in December. If you like the idea of religion and if I mean, for fuck's sake, if if you've been listening to this podcast this long and aren't listening to the Dresden Files or reading the Dresden Files, you don't deserve any spoiler warnings. I mean, come on. We've been talking right. about this book series since like episode four. So Man, this is yeah. I I'm I'm listening to it right now. I like Skid Game. I've listened to that book probably seven times. Really? Yeah. I mean, I need I need to listen to it again because, like, when I first listened to it, I I just wasn't into it. Hmm. But maybe it was. Just I like it a lot. The time when I was into it, you know, the time when I was listening, because you know how listening to like a certain album can affect you certain ways. Right. When you're listening to it, you know, most of, most of that book was listened to on like long road trips and stuff and so maybe just the, the wrong time to listen to it yeah i really enjoy it especially if you have the knowledge like you're right no spoilers if you go into it with the knowledge that every time that um wow i can't remember his name all of a sudden um nicodemus no goodman goodman gray mm-hmm. every time harry and goodman interact and goodman asks says wizard they're speaking in code and if you you know listen to it once and then go right back and listen to it again and you listen to all the time they speak coded, there's like a whole second like. Well, there's just more interaction. It's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good book. It's really fun. So it's, what, um, I love Nicodemus though. He's one of my favorite bad guys ever. Yeah, he's period. a great bad guy, which may be a good guy depending on the, the fan. Yeah, he may not be a bad guy. I love the I, yeah. Well, he's a bad guy, but his intentions. But he, line with the good guys. Right, like he might end up being a saint at the end. Right. So, Which is crazy. What do you think about our world right now, man? Oh, you're 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 talking about the clowns? <laughs> I mean, well, the clowns, I mean, that's crazy bullshit. <laughs> and then we like fucking Trump and Hillary and then Russia. And then Russia. And the thing is is this is why libertarians can't have nice things. If Gary Johnson had run a halfway legitimate, you know, campaign, yeah, he would be winning right now. Yeah, but he his came up didn't with work out for him like Tom, like Trumps did. But he came up he with came his, up like, I think my lack of talking about or lack of knowledge of foreign affairs is working for me. I'm like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> He's yeah, making things no. more confusing. Yeah, he really let me down there yeah. towards the end. Like, I don't, like, I may not vote for president. I'll vote for everything else, like, even down to city council level. But I may leave that top level blank because I don't know who to vote for. I am not voting for Hillary. I'm not voting for Hillary. And I can't vote for Trump. I can't conscience. vote for Trump. So I'll just give my vote to Gary or Jill in like protest or I wish you could like, like you can write in I just want I'm just gonna write in like no <laughs> nobody stupid assholes it's ridiculous now, here's what we need here's what we need we comedy. need to find like some civil servant in like Wyoming who like he's like the governor of a 500 person town and write him in. That's who we need to like write in. Is that dude? He would be the 
best president ever. If we were going to get a social, like, grassroots thing going where we were just going to write somebody in and force them to be president, I say we do, like, Elon Musk or, you know, somebody like that. Like, we make Bill Gates president. I would do Gates way over Musk. Okay. Like, I mean, if I could vote for Bill Gates right now, like, just because. Right, yeah. He was just like, I'm going to run. I'm not going to do anything else. I'm just going to sit here and wait. They'd be just be like punching his number over and over and over again, hoping to got it like register register his multiple votes. Right. Like I right. just I agree. I, I I tweeted this earlier today. I was like, "Have we lost our <laughs> collective minds as a people?" Like the fucking minds, yes. Because even ten years ago, not both of these people would have already been disqualified. My brother was saying that it's the New World Order Illuminati, like, central banking system, that they, uh, that Hillary played their game, and that she was going to be president in 2008 or whatever, but um, Obama was just a way better candidate, and was just way better at it, and, you know, it wasn't Hillary, and he was willing to play the game, right? Because he gets in there and does exactly the same, you know, he just carried on exactly like the way everybody else did. He had some other fringe issues that were different than the Republican that was in before him, but on the parts that mattered, he spent a bunch of money where it mattered. And then it's like, it's like they promised Hillary this one, but they're like totally regretting it because she's such a bad candidate, but they just got lucky that Trump had like, it's a perfect storm of a shit show, bro. If anyone anyone else had been nominated, they would be up by 15 points. Anybody, anybody, anybody. You, but, but that's, that's, that's the hard part. The thing I hate about all of this is, you know what, they, like, I'm not a big, you know, immediate conspiracy guy. Right, yeah, me neither. But if you if you go back and look at the articles about Romney, they talk about him exactly like they talk about Trump. And Romney was a decent human being. Yeah, well, I mean, if Hillary wasn't up there, the Republicans would be talking about her the same way they're talking about or that person as they are her. It's just this one actually. But I mean, Clinton. Like, had... so when they talked, when they talked a bunch of shit about Bush, it was all true, but it was all kind of like, yeah, that's just picky shit. It's pissant shit. Like there was some stuff that he did do about the wars and some money, and like, okay, that's all crazy. And Dick Cheney, that that was all crazy. But they would pick on him about a bunch of other stuff that was like silly to pick on him about, or they pick on Obama about silly stuff. I mean. They also pick on them about the stuff that they should, but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's a bunch of silly. It just happens that Hillary and Trump are both like dirty. Every like all of it is gross. Like none of it that they're saying is like, well, that's just you being silly. It's like, no, wait, what'd you say about Hillary? Or wait, what did Trump just say? Or right, well, you know what I mean. Like, the thing is, the is fuck? a lot of that shit is true on both sides. I mean, that's it. They're both it. terrible people. Terrible people. Terrible I, people. <laughs> Like I've been of God, I've been voting for almost eighteen years now, and I've never just felt like this disgusted. Oh yeah, no, I even Eve, like look, I I would feel bad voting one of these people in because of the bad shit they're going to do once they get in. I would have a little bit of responsibility for it. If I don't vote for them, I won't. I can't feel as bad. I'd be like, well, I didn't vote for that person. I just I can't. Abstain. I can't do it. I can't either. Fuck them. I mean, I remember. So, what happens if like nobody goes and votes for president this year? Like, what if the, this one's gonna have like the lowest turnout ever? 
And what's sad about it, what's sad about all this is I remember like voting for McCain and going, man, I really don't want to cast this vote. At this mm-hmm. point, I would be like, yes, yes, McCain. Yes, give me McCain. <laughs> like, who wouldn't want McCain right now? I bet you would vote for Obama again before you'd vote for Hillary or Trump. Oh, I would. Yeah, 100%. that's how bad it is. When, when Jacob how... says he would vote for Obama, that is so fucking bad. People, you don't even know. <laughs> I bet your dad would. That's how bad it is. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, you know. My, no, no he, here's how bad it is. I think my mom might. <laughs> she doesn't like Trump? I, I, we haven't really gotten person, into right? it this cycle. She can't get behind him, huh? Probably. Yeah, she just can't get behind him because he's just... I bet she likes his VP, though. Oh, yeah, Pence isn't bad. I mean... We should just shoot Trump. Most the... Look, Pence has got some issues, I'm not going to lie. But all things considered... He's probably the best of the three. That's terrible. But I know. I know that's terrible. And that's why I hate to say it, but it's the truth. When it comes to Pence, Hillary, and, Ob- and Trump, Pence is the lesser of all three evils. Who's Hillary's VP? Kane. Kane who? Thomas Kane, uh, governor of Virginia, very political choice, and... Within the v- VP debate, just came off as just a complete asshat. I thought they both came off as asshats. Well, but apparently, like King cut off Pence like a hundred times in a hundred minutes or something. Like every Damn. time he talked, he was like, "Yeah, he just did not come off very well." But yeah, I man, I have y'all know me. Listeners, y'all know me. I am a highly political person, and God Almighty, I'm trying to move. I, I'm legit trying to move to Canada right now. Are you really? Oh yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, luckily I have friends up there. Well, work acquaintances, I should say, that I have a chance to get a job up there. But still, I mean, I, I have never felt so bad for this country. Because no matter who <laughs> wins, we lose. We I lose, lose, you lose. Everyone is... Look, if you're a Hillary supporter and you make less than a million dollars a year, you lose. If you're a Trump supporter... Well, all in all, his tax policy... That's the only thing I have to give Trump. His tax policy isn't bad. But other than that... You lose. He wants to institute a national stop and frisk policy. That's terrifying. That's Gestapo Nazi Germany level like police state, bro. Yeah, I know. No. When they can just stop you and say, show me your papers and put you up against the wall and check your pockets. But what kind of world is that? Did you hear what I said? That's the only difference I have is Trump has the slightly better tax policy. That's the only difference between these two candidates I can see. The only reason I think... The only reason... So it's like... So with Trump, you're rolling in the dice, right? You could easily get a Trump that just goes in there and hires and puts a bunch of people, smart people, in like powerful positions and lets them kind of run this thing without him. Right. right. Which is like what you would hope for, right? You right. Just get some Which is what he normally his... does in general. 
Or you get the Trump who gets in there and is like, I get to make the rules? This is awesome. Like, you know, the king goes to his head, right? Right. The kingship. You know, it's like when they put the crown on Joffrey in Game of Thrones. It's like, that was a mistake. It could be the same way with Trump. But it's going to be 100% that way with Hillary. Except that Hillary, is a, you got a pretty big roll of the dice that it'll just stay status quo pretty well. I mean, she might even just die. Well, right. Like, I don't know if she'll get in there and like, I think it could be like the last four years of Obama and then they get her out of president and for they get her out of the, um, it, it really the, depends on how, I mean, it really depends on how the Congress goes. Like what I'm hoping to God for is the Republicans hold the house in the Senate and Hillary wins the white house and they just kind of do this for another four years for four years. And then she's out. Right. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Like, I think that's the best. But I can't for. vote for her on that hope and vote or down ballot. Anyway. I, I think is, I can't even vote my conscience right now. Well, I, oh, the nearest well, thing I can it, do for voting my conscience is Gary Johnson. That's the closest I can come to. But even yeah. then, I don't think like I think he would. He would be a great secretary of state. Like if he was like the person in charge of doing domestic affairs like he oh, was yeah. he would be great but he doesn't yeah. know shit about the rest of the world and that's bad because we're so interconnected especially america yeah i mean the god almighty sweet jesus part. yeah especially with i mean china is i mean i i put some articles up on the slack but like china china we're, they're looking at a full-on financial collapse could you imagine what that would do to the rest of the world if China collapses? Ooh. No, what happens, actually? Well, well, there, there's two parts. Like one, it would, one, it would be really good. Yeah, we'd get yeah, right? No. Well, one, it would be really well. One, it'd be really good because if China collapses, their ability to demand our debt versus our demand on their debt would kind of equal out but if china collapses i mean there's no telling what will happen to prices i mean china is a big player in terms of prices oh yeah that makes sense so it's it's i mean you think brexit was bad or could be bad i mean granted is we've been like three months out of brexit and nothing's happened but like i mean we're we're talking. I mean, and and here here's the problem with China is I have no idea how exposed the U.S. markets are to China. So if China sinks, we might be looking at trillions of dollars going down the hole. Oh, did you see that thing I, I posted about Deutsche Bank? No, not I didn't read the article. So Deutsche Bank, um, they're looking like they might collapse. Right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're a huge bank. I mean, they're huge. They have um, seven trillion dollars worth of exposure in markets. Wow. Germany has three trillion in GDP. That's how. That's how big their exposure is if they fail. It's four times the GDP of the country that they're from. Two point two and a half. Is is Deutsche Bank like the 
Federal Bank of Germany? No, no, Deutsche Bank is uh, they're like Chase. I mean, they're they're, oh, they're okay. a bank like that, but still, I mean, that. But they'll take down Germany with them. Is that what you're saying? They could, but and but they could take a down other nations with them their their long exposure is more than gdps of major nations that's how big these banks are that doesn't even make sense how can they be that big like uh, how instruments and investments like you you have you have to watch the big short man like you have to is it a documentary no it's um it's a movie based off real life events during the housing crisis, but it's yeah. very, very accurate. Like it is, you know me and my listeners know me. I have studied the housing crisis very diligently. Mm-hmm. It's very accurate. Okay. It's Ryan Gosling, Steve, uh, Steve Carell, you know, lots of big time actors. It, it was yeah, nominated for best picture two years ago. Okay. Yeah. You have to watch it because it will give you a whole new perspective on how these instruments get made and traded. And I mean, it is, it's crazy. Like, I. Terrifying. Terrifying is the word. I hate, I, I dislike for the most part regulation, but those quote unquote banks should not be allowed to call themselves banks. Like, if you're a bank, the only thing you should be allowed to do is take people's money, give people's money back, and make home loans. That's it. You shouldn't hmm. be allowed to invest in securities and markets and all this other stuff. That's not a bank. That is a financial instrument thing. It just yeah. shouldn't be allowed to happen. Right. Almost like a like a mutual fund. Oh, but those banks own the mutual funds. That's Which is crazy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is you can, there are funds that are so big, you can invest in the fund shares of the funds on Wall Street. All right. Well, this has gotten too complicated (laughs) and I doubt it's any fun to listen to. (laughs) I I don't even, I don't even know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy balls, man. Fuck that. And that's why I don't. I think there should be a term for savings and deposits in like mm-hmm. home and auto loans. That's all you do. You don't do anything else but besides those four things. I've never gotten any of my auto loans from the bank anyway. They right. They always but, come from credit companies. Well, right, but still, I mean that Yeah, I know. There I know, should be a saying. there should be a distinction there. There there's these people who are trading a billion dollars on, you know, some option swaps that we don't understand should not be allowed to own your savings and deposits. Like, right. Especially when they're governmentally insured. Like, and I'm like, you know, my, are all the listeners know I'm one of the hardest capitalists in the world. And I don't, I think there should be division here. Like right. even me, I'm like, no, this should not happen. Like Bank of America, if they're trading like securities, they should not be allowed to, you know, have an ATM. Mm-hmm. That to me is wrong. That to okay. me just fucks everything up. You should be a, you should have a place with a name, a, you know, a quotient name 
that you can take your money to that is going, when I put my money in, it's going to come out. In most mm-hmm. of, most banks right now, that's not a guarantee. No, yeah. I mean, you've all, we've always heard about run on the banks. There's never enough in the bank to withdraw everybody's money. Right. Banks but, have always invested more than they have. Right. But th- there should be distinction. And there should be banks. Like, if I were to open a bank that charged, like, 0.5% interest on everything and promised to never do any bad investments, I'd probably be the richest person in the world. Just because I, I could promise security. It would, it's better than putting it under your mattress, but barely. <laughs> and I, I'll, give you, I'll give you a debit card. You know, that's that's what like if you did that, you would be the richest person in the world. Why? Because it would be the safest place to put your money. Okay. And, and, I mean, you you would be surprised how many people still put their money under their mat, quote unquote, under the mattresses. Right. Yeah. No, I know. No, you don't have to. <laughs> lots of older people. Lots of people who went through the Great Depression. Don't want to give their money back to banks. Right. But anyway. <laughs> you want to talk about have... some other doomsday shit? Sure, let's do it. The uh, Note 7 got fully recalled. Shut that bitch down. I That's mean, the end of Samsung, right? It could be. I mean, it's close. That's close, right? That's some big time shit there. That's uh, the one of the I, biggest I like, they tech lost failures like $19 in the last... billion dollars on that. Wow. I mean, What is that, the biggest tech failure in the last 20 years? Uh, easily, yeah. Well, especially for an established company. If we're talking like biggest startups, we we gotta talk about Theranos. What is that? It's a. It was a. It was a biomedical startup from this dropout from Stanford, and she, at twenty something, was a billionaire. Wow. But she lied to everyone about her, uh, to her blood test. So her thing was is she could do 100 blood tests from a single drop of blood, but she couldn't. Mm. And now she's being sued from everybody. Ah. Like one of her investors is suing for like $150 million. Because uh, my wife, she works for a, um, a lab chemical company. Like they mm-hmm. make they, uh, thermo, they make basically all the chemicals and a lot of the equipment that goes into labs. And she was telling me, he's like, look, there's no way she could do it. Like it was anyone who knew anything about biomed knew she was lying, but there's all these people who didn't know and thought it was the next best thing. So they just dropped a shit ton of money into it. Huh. And the thing is, is like back when my because my wife was severely underpaid for quite a while. Back when my wife was telling me this, a $30,000 lab tech who was making more than my wife could have told them that. And they were hiding right. evidence. They, and she was just doing all the terrible things. But That's dirty shit. Dirty shit. You want to talk about some other shitty stuff? Sure. Why not? Comcast is rolling out a data cap on the internet. For everybody that's you know subscribed to the internet through the Comcast, 
One terabyte, which I know is a lot, but the idea that you would put any limitations on the internet at all is such a precedent. I'm at 350 gigs. That's such a terrible thing. From Comcast. How do you not burn through 350, dude? I have to really be careful. I have to really be careful, but... uh, Yeah, I, uh, I've been, like, that terabit cap is, like, a 3x expansion of my data cap. Because they, what Comcast does is they roll roll out all these test markets and they see mm-hmm. what happens. I was even like on Twitter with, <laughs> with Comcast today because like I was like, "Look, you know your gigabit over copper works. Why won't you give it to me?" And they're like, "Well, we're testing right now." I'm like, "That's bullshit. You're just try, trying to see what uh what we'll pay for." And they're like, "Yeah." But I mean, that's like I've been on a three hundred gig gig data cap for a while. That's miserable. I can use I can use probably seventy five or a hundred on my phone and just casual sitting on the toilet. Uh, no, no, no. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. I mean, I'm a heavy data user. I mean, heavy data user, and I do like 300, 300 400 gigs a month. Let me see. To do to do a terabyte a month, I mean that's uh, that's that's serious. So, in like twenty eight days, I put uh, thirty gigs on my phone alone. Jesus, love that song you found on. But I mean, if my if, phone, my phone Wi Fi. So wow. when I'm at home on the Wi Fi. I, I mean that, that's intense. Yeah, dude. I, but I don't. I'm a true cord cutter. Like well, I don't have. I any, am too. No media is consumed that isn't like streamed. Uh, yeah, I'm my, the same um, way. Uh, the only thing we have Netflix, we have Hulu, and we have PlayStation View. Mm-hmm. Which, if you're a yeah. sports fan, 100% get it. If you're not a sports View. fan, fuck it. But if you like sports, it's really nice. I've been able to watch all my football games this year, and that's worth 30, 40 bucks a month to me for the. But the nice thing is, as soon as football season ends, I'm done. You know, I, I can turn it off, and it's over. Right. So, you want to talk about some happier shit? Sure. Yeah. Bring it up. The HoloLens, the HoloLens is on sale, the development kit. The future is here, bro. Was that fifteen hundred bucks or whatever? Try again. Higher or lower? Way higher. Three thousand. Three thousand. Man, if I could program, if if I really, w- I mean, I can program a little bit, and mm. I, when I mean a little bit, I can make like little apps that do things, but that's about right. it. But if I was a programmer, I would I would have one. Right now, on my desk. I would have pre-ordered one. I would have spent the money. But that, that that's the same thing with the uh, Oculus. Right. Have you done the Oculus demo at Best Buy? No. So they have, like, little pop-up stores in Best Buy. Oculus does. Yeah. Uh, they had it at the mall. You've got to do it. That's what just, Blake went and did it. My brother, he went and did it, and he says, like, dude, I, he's like, you got to go right now. He's like, stop what you're doing and go like try it. It's like so amazing. So 
I mean, the, the, there was one there was one thing where they put you up on sort of this deck of this building mm-hmm. that was pretty intense. And, and I don't like heights, so it was really intense. It really but the coolest thing is they had this sort of like micro machine world, right? Mm-hmm. Like sort of like a you know toy train kind of world, right? And I was looking at it, and he's like, "Bend down!" And the guy he was talking my ear, he's like, "Bend down!" And I bent down, and I just the world moved as if I was looking at it in a three D model that was moving, and that's when it sold it for me. Okay. It wasn't the realism. It was the, just the, I can hold the world it. in my hands. You know, right, like I felt right. like I could just like f- flip this toy world around, you know. Right. Yeah, it was the manipulation of the world itself. Right, yeah. That was fun. Like and that's why was, the HoloLens is going to be so amazing. And there was this really cool thing with aliens where you could like play like kickball with like these aliens. Okay. Because they gave you these like these controllers and you could like throw like throw a ball and mm-hmm. you know, like they would bring it back to you, like you play fetch with like this alien like ostrich or whatever. It was okay. really cool. Yeah, my brother did it, and he said there's one where you're like at the bottom of the ocean, and a whale swims by, and you look at like right in the eye. He was like, "Dude, I was actually like nervous. Like I had a physical response because yeah, your brain is it's hard on your brain to like remember that you're not actually there, you know." No, when when they put. Uh... I have an I have an issue with heights. Well, yes, I ha- well I, I want to preface that, but not really. I just have an issue with heights, and like they put me up on this like um, edge of basically looking over Gotham City. That's basically what it's supposed to be. Is like oh, you're, you're over- standing on that little thing like Batman does. Yeah, and it was a visceral reaction. Like I <laughs> like I pulled. Like, I didn't even just pull back and, like, crouch down, like, to keep away. Like, it was, even though, like, my brain knew I was still in the middle of this Best Buy in Pennsylvania, like, everything else was like, because, I mean, they pull the, they put the earheads, the earphones on you and everything, get the Mm -hmm. whole, I mean, it, it's intense. It is intense. I'm excited, It's a whole new world. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the best way to describe it. It's a virtual world, whole world, and you can just have an infinite amount of them. You know the other thing that's kind of cool, a little more upbeat than the other stuff we're talking about? What's that? That chick, the champion chess player? Yeah, oh, yeah. She's not going to wear the hijab? Yeah, so she's not going to Iran because she had to wear the hijab, and she's like, no, I'm not going to do it because that's oppression. And that's the... To me, that's the right kind of protest. To it where you're, she is one of your draws as an mm-hmm. inter, as an international host. She is right. She's the best female player in the world, and from what I've read, maybe top ten in the world. Period. Why is this is a little sexist? But why is it that there's a separation between female and male chess players? Uh, um, desire. There's more men who want to play chess than women. There's okay. more win. And, and All right, but if we're talking about equality, why wouldn't it just be chess? Right. If the but women wanted it, it bad enough, they would just be the, the champion of chess. Right, but a lot of women don't have the same playing field as men because they don't have the same competition. 
But that's changing. Like, I think this girl, I cannot remember her name off the top of my head, but I think she... Nazi Palkazdazi. Yeah, Nazi. well, na- yeah, it's N-A-Z-I, N-A-Z-I, P-A-I-K-I-D-Z-E. Yeah, so, I mean, she's awesome. She is um, awesome. But uh, I've actually, like, went back and watched some of her matches, and she is brilliant. Chess at that level is like, a, like, like listening to good music. It's amazing. It's really a fun to watch, especially if you have somebody who's really good that can kind of explain a little bit of the. Or even if uh, you can watch ahead. it truncated in time, like if you can just watch the click, like just if you can just listen to the clicks of the chess pieces. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just beautiful. But she is top notch. I mean, Bobby Fischer level, and you know, and. That's the right kind of protest, I think, is yeah. I'm not going to go there. Right. I think so. Yeah. But I don't really disagree with the guy who won't stand for the flag either. Like, that's his right. Well, like, there's people who died so he didn't have to stand up for that flag. Like, I don't understand why people are so freaking out about it. No, I just think... Kaepernick. I just think it's silly. Mm. Personally... But, like, I, I think I said before, I just don't like how the NFL is handling it. Right, right. So, like, uh, back when the uh, Dallas cops got snipered and killed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the Cowboys wanted to have a s- very small logo on the back of their helmet to commem- in the preseason to commemorate the, uh, commemorate the officers. And the NFL told them no. right. So that's what I don't like. I don't, I don't give, honestly, I mean, even Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that he was being stupid, but, and I don't even like her very much, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those things where if you're going to, if you're going to laud somebody up, be even, because even the commission was like, you know, Kaepernick's doing a great thing, but if, if a team or a player wants to you know, commemorate nine eleven or whatever, they should be allowed to do it. And they didn't allow, didn't allow them to do it this year. That is interesting. Hmm. That's, that's what I dislike. I don't give two shits about Kaepernick because I think it's stupid. I don't think it's really going to go that far. And if you don't watch ESPN, <laughs> you're really not going to notice. But It's already gone, yeah. Yeah, but I just don't like that the NFL decided to choose a side besides letting the players choose a side yeah so you know if a player wants to put you know the 911 decals which i think are super tacky on the back of their helmets let them do or it or a blue stripe or, blue, they stripe blue stripe or whatever i mean that should but be what okay if they wanted to do blm if look if you're gonna let them do one you should let them do them all and right. that's the problem with the nfl or not? Have you have you seen like the NFL ratings? No, are they failing? They're doing like nine percent year over year, like nine percent from this year. They're down nine or ten percent from this year from last year for the wow. same weeks. Yeah, I mean they're they're hurting, <laughs> and I think part of it's just the NFL. The NFL has said they will find any team who posts any gifts. Of their team's good plays from the week, a hundred thousand dollars. 
So say, you know, you're in, I mean, Grant, J.G. Right. Watt is out, but J.G. Right. Watt makes a sack makes and the an Houston's... One, yeah, put the amazing make one-handed catch in the end zone with both feet dragging and, like, pulls yeah. it in. Yeah, You can't put that on your Twitter. If, if, you, if they put it on their official tro- Twitter, they'll find them $100,000. The team, yeah. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. The NFL is a dying breed, man, and that's going to be the one of the biggest bubbles you've ever seen in your entire life is sports media bubble. Really? Mm-hmm. So ESPN, before they ever turn on the lights, is $6 billion a year in costs. <laughs> and that, that doesn't include analysts, anything else. Just rights to cover the sports is $6 billion. That's a lot That's of money. Incredible. I don't know, man. I, I mean, football's really popular, and it's been popular for a long time, and it has its ups and its downs. You know, the NFL comes and goes. We had NASCAR for a little while too. Remember that? Remember right, when NASCAR I, was popular? I think what like a lot of people are missing out is have you ever watched Red Zone? Mm-hmm. Like after you watch Red Zone for a couple of weeks. You never want to go back to watching one game. No. No, absolutely not. So no, it's like watching how, a highlight like, reel. How big red zone like I would like to know the numbers for like red zone versus regular watching. And plus watching NFL has become sort of a spectator sport and I don't know how min- how much the bars come into the like those ratings either. Because I can't tell you how many NFL games I've watched just because I've been out. Out? Like at a bar? Yeah, like out at a bar or whatever. Yeah. Like we, we're not really, we don't really care, but the NFL is on, so we're watching the game, drinking a you know a couple of beers. We don't have anywhere to be. We're, yeah, yeah, so you're just like sipping on a You have like three beers over four hours. You just sit there and watch the game, whatever. Like I don't know how those factor in either. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, they probably keep those numbers fairly well straight. Right, but there could be, like, 100 people in that bar. Like, how do you factor that Yeah, or in? 10. Or 10, yeah. Or 10, exactly. I saw that Prime thing that you posted. That's pretty interesting. Where you, uh, unlimited reading, you can buy Prime Reading. Prime Reading read is their, cool, but also, there's also Prime Twitch now. Which is awesome. I've got it set up on mine. Did you set yours up? I've set mine up, yeah, but I haven't watched any Twitch yet. Well, it doesn't really do much for Twitch. It's just kind of cool that you you get the one free subscription, which is cool to me. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, mo- most of my Twitch watching is Dota. So right. it's during the, the majors. Yeah, <laughs> Dota's been fun recently. Why? In what way? Well, I went on a really bad losing streak, so I'm, like, super low level. Ah. Uh. But now I get just get to do whatever the fuck I want to, which is nice. And I mm-hmm. can, almost no matter what hero I play, I can carry a game. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll just go do this now. I'll do this now. <laughs> I'll do this now. And I'll have all these people, like you know, giving me shit. I'm like, why are you building this? I'm like, trust me. I'll go like 20 and 2 and then be like, yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's been nuts. But yeah, 
Is your wife still playing with you? Or um, is she playing something else right now? She's been on WoW recently. Ooh, really? Yeah, I mean... Surprised you never got into that game. I couldn't. It's just like... It's like you have a decision not to. Like you've chosen no, not no, to. So no, no, I've to. tried. I tr- I've have tried to get into WoW. I just... I don't like the grind. Well, they've taken a lot of the grind out. And they've made it a lot more enjoyable now. But yeah, I understand. That, that's what they said. She likes it. I don't. So a lot of times we'll just like sit together in playing video games, which is nice, you know. Be, which is like, very awesome. We're alone, but we're together. Mm-hmm. And so and the nice thing with her is like when I'm done, I'm just like, hey, just want to go out? And she's like, yeah, we'll go out. She'll like put down her. Like she, she's told her, like she's in a clan and she's told them like, she won't do raids. Oh, she's not. You're not gonna let her give up her. Well, she should do it on. Oh, damn! They do server resets on Tuesdays. We could reschedule our podcast so she can do raids. Yeah, but even then, like, she doesn't want to spend five or six hours. Like, oh, she well, wants a game where she can spend. 30 minutes or six hours. She doesn't want a commitment for five or six hours. I hear you. Makes sense. You can get a lot done in an hour anyway. Like, you don't have to commit six hours. Yeah, that's what they say now. Like, it wasn't the way it used to be. No, that game is not the same game anymore, Jacob. Not at all. That's one reason I let her do it. I mean, she was bad in it for a while. Was she? Oh, yeah. I went through my whale phase. I have hundreds of hours of whale. Uh, she's probably got 10,000 hours of whale. Wow. She played a lot. She's got like six or seven hundred levels. Six, what? She's got six or seven hundred level characters. Oh, six or seven hundred levels. I was like, how does she have seven hundred levels? It doesn't make sense. But I, <laughs> I, I get it. Yeah. It's like 69 months. 69 months? No, 629 months. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got any three things for us? No? Yes? So, I, I've talked about the three bands I want to see cover a song. Mm-hmm. But I have three bands I really want to see live in their prime. Like if time travel were a thing, right? Where I could just go and music. watch them do their thing. Okay. So number one is Elvis. Oh. I would love Elvis. to go see, just to see it, just to see him in his prime doing his thing. That would be amazing. Because mm-hmm. he is so influential, especially if you think about it, like going there and coming back sort of thing. That would be just amazing. Yes. Number two, ACDC. Oh. I love, like for me, like I know a lot of people are like Motley Crue or whatever, but for pure unadulterated rock, it's ACDC. You've got Thunderstruck, Ball... Hell's Bells. Hell's... Back in Black. Back, yeah. They're just... I love, like when I want to like really just listen to pure full-on rock. I put it on right. ACDC. Okay. Okay. 
Well, they're still playing, so you could go see them now. So if you're going to go back in time, like when are you going back in time? Their lead singer died before their third album. Mm -hmm. So So when are you going back to? uh, The Back in Black album. The second album. In the 80s or whatever it is then? Uh, 80s, 70s, yeah. 79, whatever that is. All right, number three. Well, there can be only one. It's got to be Queen at their peak. You got to go see Freddie Mercury at oh, some point. Like, like this well, has Freddie Mercury has to well, be in this. If you I, didn't say Freddie Mercury, I was gonna be upset. I I sent you the DVD for Christmas. Freddie Mercury in Montreal. I mean, that's one that's of the it, greatest. Right? That's the one you go to. Yeah, I would be in the that crowd is, just like to right? see that. I mean, that would be so great. So Pink Floyd in Berlin would be amazing. That oh, one was yeah. pretty cool. Um. What was the one uh, where there's like a million and a half people showed up to see? Uh... The Farm Aid? No, they showed up to. Um... Led Zeppelin through a concert, and like a million and a half people showed up in Germany or wherever it was. I. I really thought about putting Led in there. Right. The Beatles. They crossed. You're not a Beatles fan, but I'm they got to cross your mind a little bit. They did. Okay, so here here's your question. Here's the mm-hmm. question. Pick three bands for yeah. one show, one night. You get to be front row, any any ticket you want in the entire whatever, stadium, amphitheater, whatever. You get to have the perfect ticket. Three bands. God. Because... I think I mean I I mean I just I gotta go with like man because my answer to my three things is different the, from the answer to this question. Right. Yeah. Because no, you want to put them like the back to back. You know, have them play into each other. Okay, I'll give you four. Or does it make it worse? It makes it worse. Um. I know who I want to close the show. Man. Who do you want to close the show? Queen closes. Oh, obviously. Because Queen's Queen. Queen, Well, see, the thing is, is what I'm actually trying to do is I I want Freddie Mercury. I want... I think I want... Are trying to lay your lead singer so they can do one duet or one trio at the end? end? At the end? Right? Right, right. Yes, oh. yes. So it's like I don't know. I think I want Michael Jackson or like Elvis, and I want like um, Paul McCartney. I mean, I think that's who I want, right? Like, and John Lennon out there singing. I don't know. Yeah. So if if I was choosing a concert, yeah, like a concert, three yeah, bands, right. like yeah. back after back, it would be Elvis, Pink, yeah. and Queen. Pink Floyd, okay. not not right, Pink right, the right, right, pop right, singer, right, but right, right. it'd be Elvis, Pink Floyd, and Queen. You could also do Elvis like Michael Jackson, oh, right? And, but into Queen, well, you know how much I love Rush. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out how to put Rush in there too. <laughs> could you imagine? Imagine you know Freddie Mercury singing Twenty One Twelve. We are the priest. Man, I don't know, Jake. Yeah, I can't do it. You win. Because you could also throw in the doors. 
Because it'd be cool to like uh, not have necessarily Morrison, but have like um, okay, what's you know, it? playing uh, Mandrix playing the oh, what's that stupid thing that he makes play so well? It's like a piano. And churches play it. Or, um, organ. He plays an organ. Okay, so here's the next banner related question: Who are you gonna go do drugs with? Um, it's Death Leopard, right? No, I mean for you. I mean, if Me? you're picking a band, who are you going to go do, or go get drunk with, or fucked up? We should just say fucked yeah, up we, with. Who are you going to go we, get we, fucked we, up with? Partying with. Um. Yeah, it's Motley Crue, isn't it? It's Motley Crue. <laughs> right. I mean, the story about them sticking the the phone up the chick's ass and trying to order a pizza through a pussy. I want to be there for that. I want to. I want to just be like that. You know how like how crazy was the night that that's that happened? Because that's not. It's not like they were sitting around smoking cigars, going, "What should we do? Well, let's stick a phone." You know, no, no. Some other debaucherous shit was happening around there, dude. Like crazy shit was going down. Uh, yeah, it's Motley Crue. But the thing is, they never talk about the next morning where you're like, "Oh my god, oh my god." <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure I would just die. I don't think I was made the same way the men of the old. Well, those like, not. <laughs> no, we were not made that, mean, that way. I mean, we couldn't go just straight party with them. Now we'd have to like build our tolerances up. I mean, you have to be like drinking a fifth of liquor like a week, and then like get down to like one a day, and like really get into like we'd have to you know party ourselves into this. All right, so let's talk about the trifecta. <laughs> okay. The th- if you could hear any three songs in a row. Um, Who? What three songs would they be? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what I would really like to hear is I would like to um, like if I could get a private concert for three songs, they'd probably all be from the Gorillas or from that that lead singer of the Gorillas. Like if I could get a really intimate like concert in like one of those wood rooms, you know, that are really right. warm and mm-hmm. sweet, you know, and like designed for like eight people to listen to a band, I want to hear the Gorillas. And live, full-blown Technicolor right here. I mean, they're just my favorite band. They just are. Yeah. So they would be your whiskey-drinking band. Yeah. So imagine you have, like, a platform above. So you hear them fantastic, but you're not down the muck, and you have your drink, and it's like... I want well. I, what I want is like the audiophile setup where there's one leather chair in the perfect sweet spot of the room, you know. And I'm like blasted on like whatever it is that I like to do, and they're just singing. And he's going ah 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 ah, and you're just like, you know, that orgasmic like where your body kind of like twists into the music or whatever, you know, as your muscles tighten. That I want to do that. I just want to sit there and just like disappear. I mean, I you could also do it with Pink Floyd. Just have Pink Floyd sing me the wall. Like, you know, the whole thing. Now, if <laughs> if if I had one show, like it were they were like give tell me whoever it is, they're like, one show, one mm. chance, be young, you know. Not right. not old Jacob, younger Jacob. To do. Who it's would you who would you go to? It's it's Woodstock, right? No, it's MXPX. Oh, okay. That like, if okay. I could be front row, shirtless, like moshing out to MXPX. At the live at the MXPX recording. Yeah, yeah. That, that we listen like, to. Walking out like 
blood dripping, you know, that whole thing, I would be there. They, that would be my ultimate spot. Mm -hmm. That is the best live album I've ever listened to, ever. Blank is really they're, good, too. Because the crowd is so cool. The part where, where he's where he's doing the, the bum, 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 and the, and the guy in the background is, and it's just like it's all like it all just works and i'm just yeah. like i love this it's it so X is the, the greatest band that never took themselves seriously they're just like you know what we're popular let's have some fun they got pretty popular too they made it on mtv there for a little bit they made they're it still big. touring yeah they're great i love mxpx i love MXPX. If, if they ever awesome. if they're if they're ever within 300 literally within <laughs> 300 miles of here i'm driving there as the like I've put my stake in a lot of the bands I want to see live that I can like could have seen live. Mm -hmm. And MXPX is my last big stake. Okay. I, I mean they're so good and they're so fun. They are. They're, I mean listen to their music. Like I I dare anyone to put on MXP out MXP M yeah, MXPX album. And not be happy when you're done. Right. I mean, they're just so happy. Dude, yeah. They're, they're, they're sort of like, even me and Ryan, like, I'll just text Ryan, I was like, it's about time. He'd be like, for a party? For and a party? Say, At my house. <laughs> you know? It's just one of those, like, it is so good. Oh, I love it. I love it. Me too. Uh, you want to do my recommends real quick? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Hey, get a good cup. I recommend everybody gets a good cup. Is that one of those Yetis? Well, I watched one of those silly YouTube videos where they tested a Yeti and an Arctic and then like a Walmart brand or a Target brand. So the Target brand's like $8 and the Yeti's like 200 or whatever it is, you know, or 40 or whatever they are. The cheapest of the brands perform the best. So just go get you one from Walmart for like $10. But what they are is they're vacuum insulated, and they're probably just printed at the same shop with a different logo on them. Actually, that that's what I have become. I have uh, come to understand is that the Walmart and Yeti are made at the mm -hmm. same plant in China somewhere, probably right or something. Yeah, or wherever, right, Indonesia. But anyway, they are not fucking kidding. <laughs> I, so this this you can hear it. Yeah. That ice that's been in there since noon. Wow. And it's a Coke. Like, Cokes don't hold yeah. the thermal. It's not like a glass of tea where if you don't disturb a glass of tea, the ice will stay for a long time. Because for some reason, tea doesn't. It's not it is, um, um carbonated. So it well, doesn't yeah. bounce around the ice. Right, but it doesn't have the. Um, what are those things called where, like, where the, the hot water moves to the cold water or whatever? God, I can't pipes? remember the, huh? Vacuum pipe. No, just the the actual like scientific term for that. Like, what is the term for the know. moving of the energy like that? But anyway, it doesn't do that in tea. Like, it'll be really cold around the ice cube and then warmer outside of the ice cube. It doesn't like convection or. You know, convection is part of it, but I'm... I mean, a lot of what you're talking about is just the carbonation. Yeah. So, anyway, get you one of these. They're cheap and they're awesome. But be warned, you put a fucking coffee in this motherfucker, it will burn your lips like an hour later. Like you're like, it's just like it came out of the goddamn coffee maker. 
So be warned on that too. So I would like to offer a recommend for okay. those listeners who may or may not be, uh, you know, get it, just getting to the point where you can actually like buy appliances, buy really good ones. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Buy it nice or buy it. If twice. you can, if like you're looking like a $400 one, if you can like put on payment and buy the $700 one, buy that one. Mm-hmm. It's way worth it. Buy KitchenAid if you can afford it. Oh, KitchenAid is cheap. No, not KitchenAid. What's the one that makes the uh, mixer that's like six hundred dollars? That's a KitchenAid mixer. They, oh, is that they make. Than I mean, KitchenAid mixers are fantastic. I mean, they're top of the line. But when it comes to like, just buy and also buy the warranty. Just that's just oh. <laughs> buy the goddamn warranty. I found that when I bought expensive frying pans and pots and like utensils to cook with, that I really enjoyed it. Like I was really oh, happy nice. with having like it's having nice. nice pans and mm. nice pots. Yeah, I I've, you don't I've think told it would make people a like, it makes a difference. Uh, William and Sonoma, like I could drop twenty G's there and walk out with you like could two. Easy. I could walk out with like two little shopping bags. <laughs> Yeah, you can buy some. You could buy some knives in there. Eight hundred bucks, one hundred bucks, no problem. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a, a knife set's like four thousand dollars. It is. You can buy a cleaver for you know eight hundred dollars. For murdering people. No, it's for cutting meat, bro. <laughs> but anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for coming out. And if you're listening to this, I hope you're listening to it at a good point. If you're not. And you need to talk to somebody, please email anyone. But if you need to email somebody, brokenjarsbroadcasting at gmail.com, we'll be here to listen to you. We're here for you. I have the, uh, we, have, we both have depression issues. So if you're, if you're there, just please, please let us know and we'll, we'll talk back. Sure. Absolutely. Bye, guys. Bye. That was one of the easier shows. It's just because we've been off for a while. Yeah, there's lots to talk about. And you must have done like Adderall or something before the show because mixed with some ecstasy because you're in a lot better mood than you have been in the last few months. I think I just... No, it's just I've been in a lot better mood than I've been in the last few months. Yeah, I know. But you were energetic and more like engaging, I guess. The thing is, like, I was feeling, like, really down coming in the show, like, but all in all, I'm getting better, like, with all the concussion things. It's cool. It's good. Glad to hear that. I really It's one of those crazy things, like, I was watching this, like, coverage of Cam Newton, because he had a guy concussion, but he wasn't, like, quote-unquote, secluded enough, and apparently, like, from what my doctors tell me, that's the worst thing you could ever do. Is seclude them? Yeah, it's like you got to like put it on right back to get like get normal again. Mm. Like, uh, when I went to the hospital, right? But I thought they did tell you to rest your brain, like don't watch TVs and don't like play video games. They and stuff, did, right? but that's not like if, if you're talking like 
the current level of treatment, that's not how what they do anymore. Really? It's not go home and rush your brain. Right. Huh. Because what they've learned is the uh, you need to rest for a little while, like a day. But after that, you need to start introducing everything back again. Cool. Yeah, like my doctor. So, like, I had to go to like the mental hospital, right? And they were telling, they were like, you need to like sleep 10, 11 hours a day. And I met the specialist, and she was like, no, no, oh God. Like, I've never seen a doctor get so viscerally angry at something as I saw this person get. Like, she was like, no, that's wrong. Wrong, wrong. You need to get active. Like, this is totally off subject. But it looks like you might have been right about Disney, huh? They're going to buy Netflix? Maybe, yeah. You were saying that. I've been saying it for two years. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is they have like a $4 billion agreement with Netflix. And that's why I've always been saying they should buy them is it just make it makes financial sense to buy them. Especially when you can buy it with offshore money. <laughs> they only have, they have to do a stock swap. Right. That's the thing I have to explain to people is like, so I work for FedEx, right? Mm-hmm. So the, everyone get like pitches about Amazon. They don't have any money to do anything. It's like, look, for stock swap, the minimal stock swap, they can buy your entire company. It was I was talking to a friend of mine at work, and there's four hedge funds who owns more FedEx stock than the CEO owns. Of FedEx, <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, really? Like our CEO, like the guy who founded the company, owns like two and a half percent of the company. Really? Yeah. So like, okay, man. Like if you, if you start a company, you should Maybe. just like finish it. What? What?